0: Today's episode features explicit content involving children that some listeners might find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised.
1: We like to drink beer. A lot of it. After a long night of drinking and talking crime and conspiracies, there's nothing that wakes us up and gets us ready to start the day better than just brew coffee. With a great selection of roast levels to choose from, you're guaranteed to find one that suits your style. Small batch roasted to highlight the unique features of each coffee bean. Just Brew Coffee caters to both casual and hardcore coffee drinkers alike. Since 2010, Just Brew Coffee has worked tirelessly to perfect the roasting process and technique, which has resulted in seriously delicious, always flavorful, and never bitter tasting coffee. If you're already drinking JBC, raise your mug. If you're not, raise your standards. Check them out in social media and remember, they roast, you just brew. Find them on Twitter and Instagram at Just Brew Coffee and at Facebook.com slash Just Brew Coffee.
0: Today we're going to talk about Richard Chase, a serial killer who wreaked havoc on California in the 1970s. His fascination with blood led to him earning the nickname the Vampire of Sacramento.
2: I'm Mike. I'm Ian. And I'm Dave.
1: If you or your man have erection issues, stick around we may have an unconventional cure for you. This is Necronomopod. You've said you had a
2: very definite feeling about Rick Chase.
3: At the time, I uh, told my immediate and distant superiors that uh, my belief was that Richard Chase now was doing Things with small animals, animals and birds, killing and drinking their blood, and that he would graduate to larger animals and eventually to people, unless if, you know, illness was checked, was treated.
0: All right, Ian, Richard Chase today. Tell us about Dick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Great segue, buddy. (laughs) Love it.
2: We we are all ears for Dick. (laughs) Um, So Richard Chase, he's a a lesser-known serial killer, and I think it's because how brutal his crimes were.
0: Yeah, pretty extreme.
2: Yeah, I mean, there, there are certain guys... Like the toy Box Killer, Leonard Lake, and Charles Ng. that you don't, people don't really report on them that much, right. just because of what they did is so fucked up. It's too hard to talk about. Yeah, it's easier to say Ted Bundy killed thirty people, right. John Wayne Gacy killed thirty people. You know, but there's not, certain guys that are just off the fucking charts, right? And I think this guy's one of them. Yeah.
1: Dave,
0: you had not heard of this guy either, right? I, I honestly hadn't. And yeah. I, I'm
1: pretty familiar with a lot of serial killers. And this was
0: a new one on me. It was a shocking and disturbing learning experience
2: for both really of us. It was really bad. Yeah, I needed a I needed a break after. A cool down shower? Yeah. <laughs> right seriously. in the last uh, bit of this outline. Um, so, yeah, Richard Chase, he was born May 23rd, 1950. By all accounts, he had a normal, loving family. There were no reports of any child abuse or anything like that. The only thing that his, that I found was that his dad could be a little strict at times, but nothing nothing out of the ordinary. Nope. It was like a, a Irish Catholic family. If you spare the rod, you spoil the child as I always say.
0: Is <laughs> one of your favorite sayings.
2: But with his childhood, he had the uh the, Mac, the McDonald triad, which is bedwetting, harming animals, and setting fires.
0: So when you say McDonald Triad, like for me, the McDonald Triad's ten piece nugget, McDouble, <laughs> and a fry. What is what is that? What is the McDonald Triad?
1: So, the, <laughs> yeah, who came up with that? Who's this McDonald guy?
2: So the McDonald Triad was um, developed by a psychiatrist named J.M. McDonald in '63. And he found that offenders that were serial offenders had bedwetting issues, harming animals, and setting fires as children. And then the FBI adopted it, which is like the Mindhunter guys.
1: Yeah, right. Those those profilers from the early days.
2: Yeah. So they adopted it, and they found that most of the guys that they interviewed, they all had at least one of them. Most of them did, I guess. And... Richard Chase had all three. He had all three of them, yeah. That is wild. How do you think
1: Straight the bedwetting
2: days. fits into there? Yeah, I don't...
0: Like, I see the harming animals and the, the setting fires. Right. It's interesting, bedwetting. And it's bedwetting, like, up to, like, an, like an older child age, right? Like, we're talking into, like, early teens even, right? Yeah, you know, like Yeah, you're behind. talking,
2: like, 10 years old or something where you shouldn't be doing that. Like, I was drunk a couple of years ago when I was peeing
1: on the floor of my bedroom, but I think that was
0: because I drank, you know, 25 beers. Right. Yeah, you're not going to kill anyone. At least, well, maybe yourself at that point.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, with the bedwetting, I feel like like lying and stealing is more common in these guys than the hmm. bedwetting seems to be. Because they all do that. Like, almost every one of them is a pathological liar and loves to steal shit, hmm. but they're not good at it. They always get caught.
0: Right. Right. That's interesting. I never knew that.
2: Yeah. Like Charles Ng is a big one with that. When we do an episode on him, that dude just loved to steal everything. He was fucking terrible at it. you <laughs> find got a new off. job. You're not good at <laughs> right. this one. Right. So he particularly, he loved to mutilate animals. That was his thing. That's not healthy. Yeah. And so in 1960, his mother first noticed him... Or just suspicious. They She found a cat buried in with her flower boxes. And then later on, after Richard had been caught, that neighbor recalled a lot of cats going missing while the Chase family lived in the neighborhood. Like 20 years later, you remember I mean, that. It has to be a lot of cats. So yeah. you specifically remember. remember that 20 years yeah, later? Yeah, I was
0: thinking that same thing. So he got caught. With the, the, in, when he had the, when mom found the cat in her garden.
2: She was suspicious. Or her
0: flower, the flower boxes. She was suspicious. And then he ended up getting caught with that at some point, or the, it just kind of went, it wasn't, it wasn't discovered till later that, oh, this was him doing all of this. Yeah.
2: It was just not long after it was discovered okay. that he was hurting animals. So Dick liked to murder all the neighborhood pussy. <laughs> that is brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking when I was, like, going through all this stuff. Like, there has to be a lot of cats to specifically remember that. Yeah, remember when I was 10 and, like, 75 cats from the neighborhood got tortured and killed? (laughs) And as a child, he had no... Or as a teenager, he had no issues making friends or or dating
0: anyone. So so socially, he was
2: normal. Yeah, he was fine. Which is kind of different than other
0: serial killers, right? Or is that not correct? Um, like Sometimes I, I, I like feel... Ted
1: Bundy was a real
2: sociable, outgoing yeah. guy.
1: So a lot of times, though,
2: I think like a guy like Ted Bundy or uh, John Wayne Gacy was real sociable. I think yeah. with that that sociopath, you, they just like mold themselves. They figure out what works, and yeah. they just build this persona of what people they think people want to see. Um, but the the main issue that Richard had with women was that he was impotent at a young age, a very young age. Yeah, and then. Word had gotten out in, in around high school, and oh he was boy. pretty embarrassed about it. Right. Yeah, But that is what caused his obsession with blood, because he learned in high school that you get an erection from blood filling up in your penis. Penis? Sure.
0: I believe <laughs> that's the, the appropriate term. Yeah. <laughs> dick had dick problems.
2: And uh so, yeah, he, f- he figured it out that blood causes that, and that just spiraled from there with his obsession with blood. All these origin stories are always so interesting.
0: Yeah, there's always something crazy or weird with something. Well, let alone the fact that he's mutilating cats and then can't get it up and gets all upset about that.
1: If you can't beat up the pussy in one way, you find (laughs) another way to beat up the pussy. Yeah, but what happens when Dick can't beat Dick?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Then what is he supposed to do? He can't he's a poor guy.
2: (laughs) Because schizophrenia shows up between the ages of sixteen and through 30 and it shows up earlier for men. So it makes sense that he would start showing some signs of this in high school. He got obsessed with the idea that the reason he couldn't get an erection was because he didn't have enough blood in his body. Hmm.
0: And that was probably a schizophrenic thought.
2: Yeah. Which is not a rational thought at all. It's what? It's not a rational thought. No, But
0: for like a schizophrenic thought, that's not that irrational to think like you know,
2: yeah, I guess I mean, I'm I don't think
0: that I, obviously we know that that's not a rational thought. But I feel like, you know, for his schizophrenic mind. OK, I guess you can make that connection probably pretty easily. Hey, then maybe there's not enough blood in my body going to my penis. So this is my problem.
2: Right.
1: Um. Yeah, I guess so. It's medically defensible in his mind.
0: Hell holds more weight than hypnosis.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that quickly went into... An obsession with drinking blood to get more blood into his body. His first attempt to fix the problem was uh, from a kitten he stole from his girlfriend. And he had um, just killed it, like slit its throat, and then just straight up drank the blood right from the the kitten's throat. Wow. So he stole her pussy to get her pussy. (laughs) Alright,
1: that's enough of these pussy jokes. (laughs) (laughs) They write themselves though.
0: This whole first few pages, then it gets too dark. <laughs> yeah. Did his girlfriend say anything? Think this was odd? Think this was
2: weird? Well, I, he didn't tell her.
0: She wasn't even, she didn't He know. just he, stole it. Oh, that's it. right. You said she stole
1: it. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, he just stole it from her. Do we know all this from his confession
1: later? Is that where we get all this information?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and then from the book by the um, Lieutenant Biondi, okay. the one we were talking about yeah, before him. Right. Yeah, a lot of this comes from that. Because he never did any interviews or anything. Hmm. At least, not that I could find. So, probably just from the interrogation room? Yeah. Okay. Uh, his next attempt at drinking blood from an animal came from a neighborhood dog he had found. Um, he shot it and then tried to collect blood coming out of the bullet holes with Dixie cups.
0: <laughs> oh <my laughs> Which, God. And then he's just ripping them like shots? Yeah. Just... Yeah, I guess. Ugh. I don't even like that. Like when I cut my lip and have the taste of blood in my right. mouth. Right. I can't even handle that. Yeah. Let alone. The neighborhood murdering, dog. Yeah, murdering an animal and then having their blood. He's drinking
2: its blood. Yeah, right. Um, he did go to a psychiatrist around this time because he knew what he was doing wasn't normal. But the main reason he went wasn't like, I'm having these delusional thoughts. It was more, I need you to help my blood problem, which, you know, they're sitting there listening to this teenage kid sit there and rant about how he doesn't have enough blood in sure. his body.
0: What was he? Did he mention he was impotent? because you would think if they could do that i would imagine they'd be able to at least address that or or try to treat that well, I and mean, i know the times they might not you know have had the the medicine or the um advancements that they've made to to do whatever but right. was he just simply saying i have a blood problem or was he open about the impotence
2: well he was open about the impotence but he was saying that it was because he didn't have enough blood in his body okay so what it sounds like is that the doctor the psychiatrist tried to Correct the line of thinking and told him it was a lot of it was because uh, women or suppression of anger and right. suppression of, of anger towards women was the main cause of impotence. And I mean, you're talking about the late 60s too. Sure.
0: Yeah. That's what I was, that's what I meant. I didn't know Yeah, if they were able to even address that.
2: And maybe he should go to biology
1: class and learn that maybe a transfusion is better than drinking <laughs> blood because it <there's, laughs> yeah. doesn't really Trying. work that
2: way. No.
0: The only thing he got out of biology was that. He knew how an erection worked, and that's it wasn't working for him.
2: Yeah. So, and like we were talking before about the lying and stuff, throughout his early adulthood, he showed both of those traits. He was a compulsive liar and loved to steal, and he was terrible at both of them. So he literally checked off every box. Yeah. Of the serial killer. Yeah, like no how to find the serial killer handbook. Yep. Um, this at- would have
0: been a half hour episode of Criminal Minds. This wouldn't even been a full hour. Like it's he'd have been real quick. Right. Know.
2: He attempted to go to community college. He only had like a year or so stint with it. And then he moved out into an apartment in 1970 with two women. One he knew from high school and the other one he had met at the community college. So he couldn't have been that crazy at this point. He got a couple of ladies to move in with him. Yeah, I think too. It's the 70s. Free love. Yeah. And plus he was like... Everybody was a little weird. Yeah, exactly. And he was like kind of a small time drug dealer at the time. Selling Uh, weed and acid, so. So was he still, like, in California, Northern California area during all this? Yeah, this whole thing takes place in Northern California. The women he lived with, they described him as being just a filthy person that refused to take a shower, would never wash his clothes. Oh, perfect roommate. Yeah. Sounds great. (laughs) Well, and and then we were just saying, because of the time period, everybody was a little weird and dirty freaking hippies. Right. <laughs> so... Was he still a softie at this point? <laughs> yeah, he never... He, well, he never
0: overcame that obstacle, Dave. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> he
2: did eventually, but definitely didn't come from drinking the blood. <laughs> yeah, so, and because he was selling drugs, like, just d- kind of dabbling and selling drugs here and there, that's why they kind of put up with him, because he had access to acid and weed. That,
1: that'll do it, yeah. Yeah.
2: So, while he was living there, he started taking acid frequently. When you have a mental illness, especially like schizophrenia, that will 100% throw you over.
0: I would imagine. Because you're
2: already living life like you're on acid. Yeah. You know, seeing hallucinations and... So, maybe if he would have got some mental health care and not taken the acid, it would have been a...
1: We may have never even heard of him.
2: Yeah, and I don't know what the 70s, what exactly... What it was you know, what the medication was like or anything. Well, I mean,
1: even today we have a lack of mental health yeah. in this country. That and when he changed. was
0: back seeing the psychiatrist, the psychiatrist had no clue or no hint that he might have been schizophrenic?
2: No.
3: Hmm.
0: Wow. It's just crazy with all the the shit we're about to get into that there were all these warning signs or chances for people to help right. or even these cries for help from him and just nothing.
2: The roommates recounted a, a lot of a couple incidents with him that led up to eventually moving out and they said one night that he boarded himself up in his bedroom and then went inside the closet and boarded it up from the inside and when they asked him why he was doing it he said that people were sneaking up on me from the inside Ooh. <laughs> it's kind of terrifying
0: sneaking up in him from like the inside of him Or, like, inside of his room.
2: Inside of his room. That's why he went into the closet and then boarded it up, too. That would be absolutely frightening to have visions or or
0: or thoughts of that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Another time he came out, they said he came out of the room completely naked and sat down on the couch next next to them and just started speaking complete nonsense. And back then, it probably wasn't really well-known, but now that's a sign of schizophrenia and just talking right. complete nonsense or like a made up language or something. They call it word salad. Still no boner, right? No. Okay. Nope. thought maybe he was trying to show off his, <laughs> his, his boner. Uh, yeah. And they also said like during parties that he would just lay on the floor and kind of wiggle around and moan. So, I mean, it's, it's a, a ridiculous living situation. Sure. Um, and they were obviously, they were terrified of him and they didn't want to ask him to leave. So they just packed up one day and left. They just got out. So yeah. They were too afraid to be like, hey, excuse me, you got to get out. <laughs> nope, like,
1: talk it's your about, place, bye. <laughs> talk about dodging a bullet, man. Can you imagine their stories later after they read about,
2: you know, what this maniac oh, yeah. ends up doing? Yeah. I used to
0: live with him every day. I wouldn't sleep for months. That was me.
2: I mean, just the, the whole thing about boarding himself in the room would be a huge red flag. Room,
0: boarding himself in his room and then boarding himself in the closet. Right.
2: That would be a huge I red flag. I think it's time to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, while
0: he's locked up in there, let's yeah, get the exactly. fuck out. <laughs> right.
2: um, and around that time he started, this is when he really started getting into all these uh, medical ailments that he supposedly had. He was saying that his heart would stop beating for a short period of time. His stomach had been turned around backwards and then he had bones growing out of the back of his head. Is there some... Uh... Pretty specific conditions, right? <laughs> especially pretty the deadly, bones. Deadly conditions. Yeah, the bones one is weird. I, I was trying to picture like what he would maybe be thinking. Yeah. Like, was it like or feeling? Like you yeah, would think he would just touch the back of your right.
0: head. Yeah, look in a mirror. Right. But what was he seeing? What What did he think he was touching?
2: Was it like dinosaur, like things coming out of the back yeah, of right. his head, well, or like what? Oh. You know what I mean? Like what kind of bones
3: yeah. was he?
0: I just feel like a femur just coming out of the back of his head. It's <laughs> <Just> like boom. <laughs> Oh well, it's the only bone he can grow. Let him have <laughs> <No>. it. <laughs>
2: oh <Poor man>. Richard. <laughs> he obviously he had no job, no no way to pay for this apartment after these girls left, so he had to move back in with his mom. And since they were divorced, he bounced back and forth between his mom and his dad.
0: And he's college age here, right? Because he had done the community college gigs in his early twenties or so.
2: Yeah, I think he's He's like 20 at this point. So he's what? He was born in 50, so we're talking early 70s. Yeah, so he's 20. And eventually, after they just had had enough of dealing with all this weird shit, they sent him out to live with his grandma in Los Angeles. And for a year, he lived a pretty quiet life. Like, there's nothing really said about it. Well, I'm sure he was probably still killing animals. seemed like that never ended for him. But, I mean, he didn't do anything crazy outside of that he didn't rape and kill grandma so he's doing all right (laughs) step one don't do that but this is pretty wild because obviously everybody knows that there's something wrong with him his grandma got him a job driving mentally handicapped kids to and from school on a bus that she worked for i mean i don't think this dude should have been driving himself around let alone being responsible for children driving kids around on a bus He was killing animals at this time, too, but he was also still saying that people were following him, like just paranoid schizophrenia stuff. So it wasn't...
0: And he's telling this to people, and no one's able to reach out and help him.
2: So he's wandering... So basically, what it boils down to is that it was a kind of a quiet year for him, but then it started spiraling to where his grandma couldn't deal with it anymore because he was wandering around her house talking about people following him. Mm. He kept talking out loud, saying that he was a good boy talking in third person. Another medical ailment, he got terrified of uh, vitamin D deficiency. So he would take towels and saran wrap, fill them with cut up oranges, and just wrap it around his head and walk around the house talking about people following him. Is that a thing? Does I, vitamin osmosis work like that? I have a vitamin D deficiency.
0: Maybe I should try that. Yeah,
2: He knew who had a D deficiency
1: was his girlfriend's. <laughs> I like this uh, Saran Wrap vitamin stuff. It's great. I wish there were some pictures of try that.
0: it. Maybe you end up choking yourself out and <laughs> suffocating yourself.
1: Like, can you do that with beer? Can you soak a towel in beer and wrap it around your mm-hmm. head? <laughs> I
0: think we just came up with a new drinking game. We'll have to try it.
2: I mean, you saw his, we saw his pictures. You know, we were texting him back and forth today. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine this dude just wandering around with the towel on his head, right. filled with oranges, right. talking like this? And they said too, because there's no interviews with him to hear his voice. But said like he had a really high pitched voice. Hmm. So this that makes just, it creepier. Really, yeah, he's in just my mind. That's creepy. Just wandering around with a towel full of oranges, just
1: getting some vitamin D, guys. <laughs> is
0: this is D getting D. We'll tweet out a picture of him too. We already put out a, uh, one. We'll put out a few more of him so everyone can see because he is a creepy looking guy.
2: With all the weird behavior at his grandma's, that eventually landed him in the. Uh, in the American Rivers Hospital, and there he told doctors that his heart and kidneys had stopped working. His pulmonary artery was stolen. And well, that's not easy to do.
0: <laughs> now that is a good uh, thief. We <laughs> talked about the shitty thieves. You'll s- steal someone's pulmonary artery, and that's that's like Ocean's Eleven type <laughs> shit. Get Clooney in here.
2: And then he also said that his blood had just stopped flowing through his body completely.
0: Well, only through one part it stopped. (laughs) I mean, mean, medically, (laughs) for real, only one part.
2: (laughs) And so at that time, after all this stuff for years, he was finally diagnosed with schizophrenia. And the doctors just explained to his mom that he needed treatment, medication. They said he wasn't a threat to himself or anyone and th- they didn't know about the killing of animals.
0: Nobody did at this point.
2: Um, I think. His... Because this would have been a good time for mom to speak up. Yeah. So All she, right. we'll see too. She has like a, a running thing of denial with this whole thing. But yeah, they, because I'm pretty sure when he was a um, a kid, they had an issue with him, with their pet dog. Mm. With him messing with its paws, trying to get blood out of its paws. Oh, wow. I think it was a just the, fairly well-known fact that he had an issue with this. And mom kept quiet when the doctor's like, oh, he's not a harm to anybody. Right, so they let him go. Because she didn't really take it serious, you know, or just was in denial of the situation. Stuff just got worse for him. He thought his mom was poisoning him and was controlling his mind. And he started telling all this stuff to an imaginary friend he had made up. So he would just sit there and gripe. About all his problems. To, what was the friend's name? I have no. I couldn't find. Huh. Maybe we can dig for that a little deeper.
0: We'll try to. If we find it, we'll tweet it out or we'll put it. We'll put the, we'll put his picture on Instagram. <laughs> the imag- Imaginary friend. Um, we'll see if we can find that. Though. Yeah. Just tweet out a blank white picture <laughs> and Thomas. put a picture of, <laughs> of him. And be like, here's here's Richard with his imaginary friend. <laughs> uh, Paul.
1: <laughs> Here's his imaginary friend next to his imaginary boner.
0: <laughs> Too soon.
2: <laughs> so, I mean, this only lasted for a while. Again, he's bouncing back and forth between his mom and his dad's. They were getting sick of his weird shit again. And so what better idea than to just get him his own apartment?
0: Yeah, he's well adjusted young <laughs> yeah, yeah. man. He's The doctor said he's not a threat to anyone, even though we've seen him try to fucking mutilate the dog. <laughs> So let's get him he, his own place. So he can have free reign to ply his uh, burgeoning trade yeah. of... Just perfect. Let's not help this man. Let's let's just give him more freedom. Well, there seems to be a lot
2: of that, a lot of denial and, and missteps in these stories. When he had his own place by himself, he spent most of his days riding back and forth from a local rabbit farm where he would take them back to his apartment and butcher them and drink the blood. He would drink, try and drink the blood straight or just eat their insides raw Or sometimes he would skin them and just throw the whole thing in a blender and just chug that down. Rabbit smoothie. Yeah. Put a little kale in there to make it taste better. Kale doesn't have blood,
0: Dave. (laughs) It's going for blood here.
1: So I picture him like Wizard of Oz, like the witch, riding back and forth to the rabbit farm every day.
0: Do, 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 do. <laughs>
1: little basket with some rabbits poking going, her head
0: out. Bobbing back and forth, going real fast. Yeah, all cute little rabbits. Everyone's like, oh, hey, Dick. Hi, Dick. How's the weather, Dick? Oh, great day. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's getting home and there's just blood all over the walls and he's un, not bathed and uncapped.
2: There's just rabbit skin, like, all over the floor and... Just a nightmare show. Yeah, and I, you know, I didn't put it in the outline too, but he, um, he said that he he really liked killing rabbits because he viewed them as little machines. Like he didn't view them as hmm. actually like an animal. He just viewed them as like a little machine full of blood. That's a very. Odd that was like statement. his mind
0: trying to block out what he was actually doing. No, I, mean, I don't guess think really so. I think it was for all ones, but I think <laughs>
1: it's just a delusional thought. Yeah, I don't know much about schizophrenia, but it's uh
2: it seems pretty brutal and tough to Yeah, function. I mean, and not I mean, it's pretty rare for a violent schizophrenia. Yeah. You know, I think with the, like this kind of stuff it gets public, you know, it gets a lot of misinformation sure. like it's like a violent thing, mm-hmm. but it's it's rare for somebody to be violent. And When it goes untreated like this, I'm yeah, sure it just gets out of control. But I mean, it's a terrible, Yeah. there's a there's a good YouTube video out there too, of um, a psychiatrist made a, vi- a video of what it would sound like to have the audio hallucinations of mm. a schizophrenic person. It's fucking terrifying. I couldn't imagine I walking through life like that, hearing it. I think I remember you telling me about that once. It just sounds like 50 people talking at once, telling yeah. you stuff. I can't focus when two people talk to me. At Where did you find that? It was on YouTube.
0: Maybe we'll we'll post that out yeah. so people can hear that.
2: Yeah, it's terrifying. Still no boner at this point, right? Well, he ditched that idea at this time. And the drinking the blood was now because his heart was shrinking
3: hmm. and
2: would disappear if he didn't keep drinking the blood. That would be unfortunate. So that was that was the new idea that he got okay. in his head. So one night Richard's father came over to visit him because he would come over a lot and play cards with him and like try to spend time with him right. so obviously he was cleaning up this Could massacre have been too bad, right. right of of rabbits yeah, to some I, degree yeah. but his dad came over they're playing cards hanging out and he noticed that Richard was like just super pale, real sick and he said that he had food poisoning, but it was real bad so his dad took him to the hospital. And there they found that he didn't have food poisoning. He had blood poisoning. Ugh. And it was, he drank blood from a rabbit that he thought had ate battery acid. So to clean that out, he needed to inject blood from another rabbit to clear it out. <laughs> Wait, inject? So he actually injected, injected it? He injected, injected it. He's getting time. closer, I guess. This is the <laughs> one and only time that he injected it. And he got blood poisoning.
0: Which That's interesting that that's that he even did that. In his mind, why would he not just drink more pure rabbit blood, hmm. not battery acid infected? Right. That he injected it.
2: It's just complete irrational well, thinking. Look where that
0: got him. Lesson learned: don't inject, just keep drinking it.
2: <laughs> yeah, because when I was reading a lot of this stuff, I'm like, we, you would think you would get sick from this shit, you know, just right. drinking right. blood constantly, or, or but... ripping
0: them open and eating their insides just yeah. raw. Oh,
2: huh. I like raw meat. No. Well. But like their <laughs> lungs and all their organs. Not like the organ being raw necessarily. Yeah. Liver sushi. So after this rabbit blood injecting incident, that finally landed him into a mental institution to be committed. But he ran out the front door two days later. So two questions <laughs> on that: When his dad takes him to the hospital, then
0: Richard tells the doctor exactly what he did with the yeah. battery acid injecting. And that's when I'm like, okay. We, You're going to stay a while, yeah. fella. Yeah. So we're just going to send you to a mental hospital where you can easily walk out the front door after two days.
2: Yeah, it didn't sound like the best security system going on there because he just took off and just ran right out the front door. And
0: That's always great.
2: <laughs> but they, they eventually caught him and transferred him to a more secure place. There you go. And he earned the nickname Dracula there because the only time he would talk to anybody... He only talked about blood. It's the only thing he would ever talk about. So on September 1976, against strong disapproval from everyone in the hospital except for his doctor for whatever reason, he was let go.
0: His doctor felt he was good to go. Yep. How
2: and, long had he been in there? Not oh, long enough, clearly. No. Yeah, and I mean, I don't, I don't know for sure, but it was not very, yeah. not very long. It, this was quoted in his release that Richard had developed good socialization and had a realistic view of his problems.
0: Which we kind of hinted at before, or or you mentioned, he knew what he was doing to the cats was not okay and not right when he went to go
2: see the psychiatrist, correct? You would assume, because he he, he kept that detail out of what he was talking. You know what I mean? That's right, okay. I mean, there's, there's hints at stuff throughout this story that, make it seem like he knows some form of right and wrong. Enough or, to fool doctor. Yeah. Or it's just coincidence that his irrational thinking, he left out certain things, you know. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what the
1: doctor had to say, you know, later on after his,
2: uh, oops, crime spree. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's my
0: bad. That one's on me.
2: Yeah. I mean, you would think that a dude that just sat there and talked about blood nonstop I don't understand where you would get the idea that he was had a realistic view of right, his problem, right. Yeah,
0: and had good socialization. <laughs> right. The guy won't talk unless you're fucking talking about blood. Right. Oh, he's great, his socialization skills are par.
2: <laughs> so he was released into the care of his mother again. When he got home she weaned him off his medicine and said he didn't need it.
3: Oh.
0: Mom what? is just great A yeah. and all. Of Mom. This. Yeah, yeah, she's just fantastic for him.
2: And she didn't like it because it made him into a zombie, which... Would have been good, I think. (laughs) Unfortunately, sometimes you need to be made into a zombie. exactly.
0: It's an unfortunate side effect, but it's better than the alternative.
2: Yeah. And so, again, in 76, his parents got sick of his weird shit and bought him another apartment. And so, at this time, he's off his medication. There's no treatment. And they don't really check on him at all. He's back to
0: square one. We've accomplished nothing, right? With with the little medical treatment and that he's had in the hospitals, we're now back to square one, right?
2: Thanks, mom. On the loose, yeah, one hundred percent on the loose right. at this point. So this is, and this, so this will get us to where he first gets in trouble with the law to some degree. On August third, nineteen seventy-seven, police were called out to the Walker River Reservation in Nevada to check out an abandoned car. Inside, they found a loaded .30-30 rifle and a loaded 22 rifle, both stained with blood. Next to the guns was a pair of blood-soaked tennis shoes and blood-soaked clothes. And on the floor, there was a bucket with a liver sitting inside of it with a bunch of fresh blood. Okay, so nothing out of place yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: nothing
2: to see it's here. a little camping trip, maybe. <laughs> um, using binoculars... They spotted Richard about a half mile away, completely naked, sitting perched on like a large rock. Like just perched there like an owl yeah, or like an eagle. Boner? No boner? No, Still no. Remember, we're past his
0: obsession with that now. Now it's his well, heart. I thought maybe I fixed him, though. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: stopped thinking about it. Maybe it finally
0: it's happened true for him. When you stop worrying about it.
2: So they, they approached him, and when they got up to him, he had blood smeared all over his face. His chest, and he had just straight up poured it in both of his ears. So this is just like draining out of his ears. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, when they asked him where the blood came from, he said, "It's seeping from me." And he was taken back into questioning. They found out that the blood and liver came from a cow. And they're like, "Oh, you're fine." Yeah.
0: Well, this wasn't
2: this wasn't a normal police department either. This was in the the Indian reservations police this was no, their okay. own thing they had going on
1: they wanted him the fuck out of there yeah oh just yeah best. that's what happened then
2: yeah 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 they weren't dealing with that shit they're yeah. just like the fuck out and i i saw the specific name for what their what the native american police were called but i can't remember what it was mm. but that's what it was that makes sense yeah it's seeping from me well, that's a pretty fucked up answer and then the, you think the high-pitched voice that oh yeah they said he had i wish there was a recording of it mm-hmm. i want to hear that He's just got blood draining out of his ears from him pouring it in there. We don't have any quotes, or we could do like a theatrical reenactment.
1: Seeping out of my ears. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where it's coming from.
0: Maybe
2: you should just freestyle it.
1: (laughs) My heart's sinking and my penis won't get hard. (laughs) (laughs) Don't have enough blood.
2: Shortly after this stuff, it just keeps getting worse for Richard. He showed up to his mom's house and grabbed their pet cat, shot it in the head and then started rubbing its blood all over his face and right in front of his mom just
0: Mom's just sitting there watching this.
2: yeah. So he just kills the, the cat hell? and just starts rubbing its blood all over his own face. What Look is, at me,
0: mommy. what does mom do? <laughs>
2: um, well she told his father about it, but she kept out the part about him rubbing the blood on his face.
0: Why? Again, in denial?
2: In denial of what she saw? Right. Maybe not wanting him to get committed again? I don't know. And they didn't think just
0: picking up a cat and blasting its head off was (laughs) anything out of the ordinary? Like, oh, we'll leave out the part about him rubbing the blood. The fact that he brutally murders a cat? Not a big deal. Don't get me wrong. I fucking hate cats. (laughs) But it's still not normal behavior.
2: (laughs) No. Anti-feline bastards. I hate them. (laughs) Terrify
0: those little
3: fucks.
2: (laughs) they decide and so instead of getting him any help or saying hey he just fucking killed this cat in front of us and smeared his blood everywhere instead of you know calling anybody or doing anything they just said you're not allowed coming around here anymore we'll still pay for your apartment but you're not coming here (laughs) anymore you're done keep that
1: shit at home (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, and so that start that this starts getting him to the ramp up phase of a serial killer yeah he starts giving himself a little allowances at a time you know he's just like ramping up that behavior that'll eventually lead to him killing somebody so like the allowances he was giving himself he he started following people looking through windows the thing to keep in mind too with this ramping up is he does this all in about a month you know what i mean like he takes like no, a normal normal serial killers Right or it takes like months or years to, a little more to do this stuff about things. he just He ramps up within a month. Today's episode of Necronomapod is brought
0: to you by Beardology. There are a lot of imitators out there, but there's only one place I buy my beard oil. Beardology beard oil nourishes your skin and won't leave you with that greasy feel. With over 17 cents available in their extensive product line, I trust my beard to Beardology. You can find Beardology at beardology.co. Use code NECRO15 to receive 15% off your purchase. Beardology. Discover the
2: best way to avoid the shave. On December twenty seventh, nineteen seventy seven, a woman named Dorothy Polinsky was doing her dishes around six thirty p.m. and she heard a sharp pop and glass shatter. And she said she felt a streak of heat go across the top of her head, and it was a bullet that had gone Ugh. through the bun in her hair that she was wearing. And then it <laughs> just it hit, missed killing her. Yeah, and it was a twenty-two. And it would later be linked to the right. gun that he had been using. Dumb luck.
0: And he just took off after that? Like, when he missed or
2: something, he just left
0: the scene? Yeah.
2: And like I said, it's like these allowance... Like, like you get... Um, like, pushing, seeing how much he can do, what yeah. he can get away with. Right. What? I'll just
1: do this. I won't kill her, but, but I'll yeah. just do this, and that'll be enough to satisfy
2: me. Right. Yeah. Like, you start... Like it's like you start following people and you're kind of like seeing how you could get away with that. Right. And then you start looking in windows. and Yeah, yeah. incrementalism kind of. Yeah. Scenario. So the next day, on December 28th, not far from his apartment, Richard was driving around and he, fa- he spotted 51-year-old Ambrose Griffin unloading groceries from the trunk of his car. Um, Richard fired two shots from his car, missing one and the other one hit Ambrose in the chest and killed him. And just driving by, he mm-hmm. saw a guy and was like, oh, let me let me see what I can do and get away with.
0: Yep. Boom, boom.
1: That's what's so scary about these guys. It's just the randomness of this, you know? Yeah. You get up one more and then you're in your driveway and some wacko puts one in your chest. Yeah.
2: After he killed um, Ambrose Griffin, he just went home and watched TV the rest of the day. Mm. He just like turned it, like the switch just turned off. He went home and just. He got his fix and now he's he just, just hung out.
0: On. And that's what he admitted to that. Like, that's when he told his story. Yeah. It's like, that's what I did.
1: Yep. I wonder if he got out of that. He doesn't seem like just a drive-by kind of... Seems like more of a hands-on guy with all the blood work that he had been doing.
0: Maybe that was just part of him testing. Like, yeah. pick a random person, just, just kill him, and then just go right. home and then see how that felt. Now, next time I'll take it a step further. And- sure.
2: That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, because... And we'll see, too. Like, he's, he's like the most extreme definition of a product killer. You know, he, he just wants the body. There's Mm. no, you know, he just, he wants the body like process killers, like BTK. They get off on the whole torturing aspect. He just wants the body to do what he wants to do with. So I think that's part of the, you know, we'll see that he just wants the whole situation over and done with. So he can do what he wants between the first kill. And when he gets to a second murder, the blood drinking just ramped up big time and his neighbors in the apartment said they saw him take in two dogs and a cat and then never saw him again.
3: <laughs> oh,
1: man. <laughs> this guy. He
2: And then he started to adopt animals enough that local pet stores and shelters started making, like, blacklisted him from adopting <laughs> any more animals. Like, how fucked up do you have to be to get banned at the <laughs> pet store? <laughs> Jesus. Do you think, like, when he came home, like, his
0: apartment was, like, um... Ace Ventura, Do you remember that, that <laughs> scene when he's jiggling the keys to hide from the landlord, and then he opens the apartment and close the door, and then all these animals start coming out of everywhere. That's what I envision his apartment looking like: yeah, Peng- dead. Penguins, penguins coming out of the freezer, or their bodies in the freezer.
2: Well, I'm confused as to how many animals they were letting him adopt yeah, before they banned is, him. Like, right.
0: uh, dude, go take care of the ones you already have. Right. Like, if, even if you think the guy's normal, like, dude, you got four dogs yesterday. <laughs> we're not going to give you five cats today. <laughs> go take care you of those
1: puppies. Got four dogs yesterday. So maybe he just, like, uh, shopped around at different stores, and then when he started doing repeat visits. Oh,
0: he would have loved a Costco, like, pet store type place, just <laughs> buy in bulk. Right. To leave with like fifty kittens. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and I don't know what it was. Maybe the rabbits weren't doing it for him anymore. Like not enough blood, or oh, a rabbits are small animals. It's yeah. a limited amount of blood, I guess. So then on January third, nineteen seventy-eight, Richard decided it was time to to get closer with a human victim. Um, he walked up to a woman named Jean Layton's home and tried opening her patio door. Uh, when it was locked, he went to the window. It was locked, so he went around to the back door. She came face-to-face with him through the window, and she said he just stared at her like completely blank, lit a cigarette, and just walked away through her backyard. That is one
0: of my fears at night, which is why I always have to have my blinds closed, is that I'm going to look out my window and see someone standing there. (laughs) <laughs> like, that's just, it's terrifying to me. Well, that, you like, are now
1: that you told us. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, good
0: luck. My blinds are always closed. <laughs> like, as soon as the sun starts to go down, boom, blinds
1: closed. Well, I'll be gently wrapping then.
2: <laughs> so, from there, he just wandered down the street and walked into the unlock, unlocked home of Robert and Barbara Edwards. And the, un, the locked and unlocked door thing is where he gets... Aside from the blood drinking, where he gets the vampire thing, right. because he told the FBI profilers that if a door was locked, he wouldn't try and break in because he thought he wasn't welcome. He would only go into unlocked doors. I learned that on
1: True, watching uh, True Blood, where they had to invite him in. Yeah, that's like stuck stole. outside until they got invited
2: in.
0: What What does that have to do with vampires?
2: That's like the old myth with vampires is they can't come in your house unless you let them in. Yeah, they can't cross the door threshold. Well, then just
0: don't fucking let them in. Problem mm-hmm. solved.
2: Maybe you don't know they a if vampire. If a guy with
0: a slick back hair and a cape and fangs comes <laughs> to my door, I'm not going to let him in the house. Right? And I'm alive still. I, I mean, you're not wrong. In theory. If Dracula shows up, don't let him in. Right? And he won't kill you.
2: That's... What's the one movie? the Let the wrong one in? or Let, let the, right, the right one yeah, in. Yeah, let the right one in. Same thing. That movie is really good. It is awesome. Yeah, I love that movie. Now I'll have to check that That's out. That's with the
1: little... The Swedish vampire movie with the little girl that we watched a Oh, we did ago. see this one. Yeah.
0: Okay. That was, that was a good movie. We're in the
1: pool at the end. She chops all their fucking that's heads right. off. One of the greatest endings in a movie yeah. ever. Spoiler alert for those of you oh, listening. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's old enough. That's yeah, a, that's, that's old. old. If you haven't seen that, then...
0: Yeah, and fuck you. We're spoiling it.
2: Rewind and forget what I said. So the Edwards came home from grocery shopping, and they found Richard just standing in their hallway, and they chased him around the house. He just kept screaming over and over again, I was only taking a shortcut. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Look,
0: I really didn't want to go around your house. I just knew you to cut through. Why are you guys being such bitches about this?
1: It's like a teen chase movie or something where the, the cops are chasing the kid, like, goes w-
0: runs through the house. To get <laughs> it's like, like the scenes in the hall, and you see him yeah, go in one door right. and out the other, and then they come <laughs> on a different door, like in the cartoons. <laughs> Except this is not funny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he slipped through and, and ran out the front door, and they found that he had gone into their baby's room. And pissed on all the clothes, and then Uh, took a shit in the middle of the baby's crib. This guy's something else. Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's just so random.
2: Yeah, and you know what? I didn't put it in the outline, and I and I should have. They found a bag of random shit that he was stealing from them. There was like a stethoscope. Um, from this house from this house yeah so his intention going into this house was to steal stuff he it he didn't seem i mean he might have killed somebody if they were there yeah. but his intention was stealing stuff but it was all random shit so he, he was had lying beg. about the shortcut yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's safe to assume that he wasn't taking a shortcut
0: <laughs> well you said stethoscope was he trying to steal like medical things to like help cut people and get their blood or I don't know get their organs out.
2: Yeah. There was like maybe
0: he knew they were physicians or
2: I don't know. Or maybe he found it and was like, this is exactly what I need to see if my heart's shrinking or oh, not God, or so something to, listen to
0: my heart or his heart.
2: Pretty much immediately after this whole scenario goes down, he walks to a corner store to get himself an orange soda, which was all he drank other than blood. <laughs> so <laughs> orange soda or blood. <laughs>
0: On a hot day, when warm blood just not going to do it for me, <laughs> I prefer an ice cold glass of orange soda.
2: <laughs> he ran into an old classmate from high school named Nancy Holden, and he just walked right up to her and said, "Were you on the motorcycle when Kurt was killed?" It's an Interesting greeting. I mean, she did date a guy in high school named Kurt that died on a motorcycle, but she had no fucking idea who Richard was cuz he looked a terrifying so different.
0: An upsetting question for her.
2: Yeah. Right. Well, it, you got to think at this point he's wearing the the bright orange jacket, which we'll get to, but he's wearing that at this point. He's covered in dried blood, which I mean, you probably wouldn't know it's blood; it's all brown, and or so you maybe right. it's dirt or right. something. It's, could be
0: it's been on there forever. So
2: right, he's looks fucking disgusting, and he just comes up to you and says, "Hey, were you on that motorcycle when your boyfriend died?" <laughs> <laughs> Do you, right, like soda? I mean, <laughs> Do you like orange soda? Do you
1: like orange soda? I was
2: gonna say this Dave, that tone is not right. <laughs> um he followed her outside and asked her for a ride, but and she was able to start the car and drive away as he was trying to open up her passenger door. I was door. gonna get real upset if you after all that you were like, Yeah, so she gave him a ride. No, right. Fuck that. And who knows, he may he might have wanted to kill her or he might have just wanted a ride, for real. Who knows? I would not have taken those chances. No, absolutely <laughs> not. You see this maniac in a bright orange jacket yeah. covered in fucking dried blood? Yeah,
0: no thanks.
1: Maybe he got his boner
0: working. He just wanted some relief. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Maybe. He was just so proud.
2: After not getting the ride, Richard started walking again. Are we getting to the good part here? Yeah, we sense getting... a
1: snap coming on with this yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, this, uh... Define good parts, yeah, Good in quotes. <laughs> it's going to, yeah, it's going to take a turn here. So he started walking and he found a house that had a blue van parked outside. So it, he knew someone was home. It wasn't like, he, like a break in like, like right. the first one. Right. Um, the only explanation that police ever could come up with for why he chose this house outside of it being completely random was that he recognized that van from the store earlier. Because the this woman, this uh, Teresa Wallen, visited this that, or she was at that store about an hour before. Ugh, the so
1: randomness he, of this is just, just kills me. Yeah. yeah. So he
2: could have, he might have just been walking down the street, saw that van, and was like, right. And with the with schizophrenia, it's like a lot of um, not omens, but like signs, kind of like they, everything has a meaning. Yeah. Like yeah. you see something, you're like, oh, that means, you right. know. So he could have just saw this van and be like, "Boom! That's this is house. where I was supposed to go." Yeah. So Richard approached the house of Teresa Wallen. Um, he walked up, took out one of the twenty-two caliber bullets, and placed it in her mailbox, and then walked up the driveway. Very strange to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, There he found Teresa taking out a bag of garbage in the garage. Richard fired two shots before she dropped and then walked up and fired one more six inches away from her head into her temple. He picked her up by her shoulders and dragged her body into the master bedroom, leaving a huge trail of blood behind him. He then went into the kitchen, grabbed a knife and an empty yogurt container that he found in the garbage that she was taking out.
0: That's well, not very sanitary. No. I just go to the, if you're, <laughs> you're going to do all that, is, is it really a bother to go into the cupboard and grab a cup? <laughs> right.
2: Richard pulled her shirt up, cut off her left nipple, and then he stabbed her so hard in the chest that he split her sternum. And, That's not easy to do. No. Jesus. Jesus. He sliced open her stomach and pulled out all of her intestines so he could access the rest of her organs. He then started stabbing the organs eight more times so hard that the knife came out of her back.
3: <sighs> oh, God.
2: He left the kidneys completely alone. That was the only organ he didn't touch. Is mm. Why? Who knows? That's an extreme level of brutality here. Um, he used the yogurt cup to get to get blood from her open Stomach area. Um,
0: Is that why he was stabbing all the organs just to try to draw as much blood as possible?
2: I don't know. So, yeah, he he used the yogurt cup to get blood from that wound and drank it. Um, He went into the bathroom with the yogurt cup and smeared blood on his face and hands. And then finally, and this, I mean, the whole thing's rough, but this is just another level. He went outside and grabbed dog feces and came back in and put them in Teresa's mouth.
0: Like, that seems... What's that? That's an extra odd step. Right. Seems
1: like, out of place.
0: Like, I don't know. Like, almost like he had disdain for her or something. Like, why would you do something like that, like, extra at the end? Yeah. I, I, I don't That doesn't make sense. They yeah. never explained any rationale to that.
2: The only thing that I read it could be, like, with the... um, Like, when he took a shit in the, the baby's crib. crib. Yeah. It was, like, kind of like a power... Thing
0: hmm. was it like almost like
2: his calling like, card? No, like like, deg- like he's degrading, yeah, the situation. You know, it's like this is something someone values, and I shit on it. That's what I had read, an like one explanation for it. Possibly, I do value my mouth. I don't want shit on it. No, this is horrific. <laughs> no, the other terrible part with her is that the autopsy found that she was six weeks pregnant. Ugh!
0: Fuck that.
2: So. I don't have any jokes, because there's no... No. It's fucking disgusting. disgusting. So, and the only leads the police had were shoe prints in her blood, the 22 caliber bullets, and rings made from a bucket or a pan on the floor, and it's safe to assume that he got that bucket from the house, because you would think Mm. that his classmate that saw him at the store probably would have remembered that he was walking around with a bucket or yeah, something, you probably, know, sure. cuz he went right from that store. And to he didn't have go his car do this. with him, so yeah. right. Serial murders are random. They really didn't have any leads to go off of. So, Richard ended up killing four more people on January 27th, 1978. And it's not clear if he was casing houses or just acting on, you know, like a schizophrenic impulse uh on January 24th, 78. He started going door-to-door and asking people for old magazines. So now we're, we're talking
0: now before he kills those other four people. Three days before. This is prior to that. He's now going door-to-door doing, doing the magazine. Doing I some imagine. lead work, right?
2: Yeah. And they don't know if he was casing or if he was just, yeah. just random nonsense, just looking for old magazines for whatever reason. He mm-hmm. was looking for mad magazines and Cosmo magazines. <laughs>
0: I don't know if there's any rhyme it's or reason. An interesting to
2: that. combo. Yeah. I used to
0: read Mad Magazine. That was that was a good magazine back in the day. Can't say I ever really
2: read maybe Cosmo.
1: I was saying maybe he's looking for like
0: uh blood sex tips in Cosmo.
1: Well, I was
2: waiting for the sex joke in Cosmo. Yeah, how uh,
0: what kind of magazine is, is it a sex magazine?
2: Yeah, Cosmopolitan, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I don't buy one unless Olivia Wilde's on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> nice stealing Dave's gimmick. <laughs> I personally wouldn't. I'd buy it if it was Britney Spears, but not Olivia Wilde. So so, wait, so it's, and this is a terrible time to get off subject. I understand that Cosmo is like a, a I so,
1: it was always just
0: like a girl like fashion makeup type. Yeah, magazine. like
1: eight eight ways to give your man the best uh, orgasm on. Yeah, the, you know, well, kind of not stuff. not
0: dick. He, Eight ways to help him get it up would be a start for him. But okay, so I wonder if there's any rhyme or reason to why he's asking for like Mad and Cosmo. Yeah. Like, if it's Cosmo, maybe there's going to be a certain females in the house that are attracted to him. Can
1: I just throw in like, if Britney was on the cover of Cosmo, they'd have like, you know, eight eight ways for no talent hacks to take money from their audience without actually singing. Or I don't something like that. that. I believe she's
0: one of the best-selling solo female artists of all time. Not everybody in the world can be wrong, Dave. <laughs>
2: Um, the next day, January 25th, a couple called the police after they found that their um, their lab puppy was found shot and then its stomach ripped open.
1: That's the worst part of the story yet.
2: <laughs> All the, the uh, puppies he was killing.
1: Uh, yeah, that's, that's
0: sickening. Jeez.
2: Um, the police asked them if they had seen any strange people around. And they, of course, said there's this filthy dude wearing an orange jacket walking around asking... For magazines, and then he also came to them earlier, looking to buy puppies from them because they had a whole litter, and they turned him away. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, he's not covering his tracks at all. No, yeah. not not even a little bit.
0: We cover this. Remember, he's a terrible criminal. He can't lie. He can't yeah, steal. He can't get away with anything.
2: Lieutenant Ray Biondi, he's acting on a hunch from hearing from other people hearing about this guy walking around looking for magazines. He ordered an autopsy on the puppy and found fragments of a 22 bullet. So it wasn't enough to I like match the bullet with Wallen's murder, but it was a start. And this dude is like super cop like, yeah. from a movie. Right. the amount of work he put into this and, yeah. and going off it, it's crazy. I mean, who would ever thought to order an autopsy on a puppy? Yeah, right. You know what I mean? So, well, this far enough, we finally got a hero of the story. Yeah. Finally,
0: someone we can cheer for. Yeah. And ultimately,
2: he writes the book on it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's not really known what Richard was up to between killing the puppy on January 25th and what he's about to do on January 27th. I think it's just safe to say he's probably hanging out at home. He had stopped for those two days. Like, he, yeah. he took the 26th off, wasn't yeah, he's probably
1: just ha- hunting, nope. so to speak. Hey, today's January 25th as we're recording this. Oh, yeah. How nice. about
0: that? That's pretty creepy. <laughs> I don't love this one bit. Wait till you see someone rapping at your window later tonight. <laughs> It's, it's going to be shut. The blinds will be shut, so have at it. In an ICP mask. <laughs> well, if you're a juggalo, come on in. <laughs> turn, turn up the, uh, the music and drink some fago.
2: <laughs> January 27th, Evelyn Miroth was at home. She was a 38-year-old single mother who lived with her son, Vernon, 13, and Jason, sixth. Uh, on that day... She was at home with her son, Jason, and her sister-in-law's 20-month-old baby boy. Um, She had made plans with a neighbor to have Jason go on a little day trip to a mountain area to go play in the snow. At 9.05 a.m., her friend Danny Meredith came over, and Evelyn asked him to go back out and rent snow boots for Jason to go on the trip. After Danny left, Richard then entered the home through an unlocked back door and went to the bathroom where Evelyn was taking a bath, and he immediately shot her in the head, killing her instantly. He then dragged her body out of the bathroom and laid her on the bed. It's assumed that the six-year-old just heard the gunshot and came in to see what was going on. It's not really known how it went exactly went down. Right. But there, Richard shot him twice in the head.
0: <laughs> and the six-year-old wasn't even supposed to be in the house, right? This was, He was getting ready to go on his play
2: date. Right. Um, He walked into the kitchen to get a knife to do the same thing he had done to Teresa Wallen. Um, And while he was in the kitchen, he heard Danny Meredith come back with the snow boots. Richard surprised him in the hallway and shot him directly in the forehead at close range. And then Richard heard a baby crying. So he went into the bedroom where the baby was in his crib and shot him once in the head at close range. Where was the baby's mom, the sister-in-law? Uh, it's not really sad. Sounds like she was babysitting. Yeah, she was just babysitting. Where's her Something. other
1: kid, Vernon, the thirteen-year-old? He must have survived. Sound yeah, like he was I
2: don't know. He must. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. And they don't really say much about the baby. I think, I'm pretty sure I couldn't find the baby's name anywhere. Yeah. It seemed like they kept the baby's name. That's probably out the of all this stuff. stuff yeah. yeah.
0: That's some heavy fucked up shit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so Richard went back to the main bedroom with two carving knives and did the same ritual to Evelyn that he did to Teresa. However, this time, he just cut out a part of her liver and ate it. And for whatever reason, with this one, too, he uh, he left the kidneys completely alone. And so he just had no use for kidneys, apparently. Yeah, I don't know what it is with the kidneys. Um, he rolled her over, stabbed her in her anus five times, and then and this is where he finally was able to get hard because then he sodomized her.
0: Oh, Oh my
2: God! Okay, so that's so yeah. That's the the one time he was able to to get hard, and it's just because he was sexually aroused by doing this. Yeah, like he was getting off. Finally, on, found his thing. On, yeah, right? that
0: was his thing is, yeah. is mutilating this corpse. Was it, is that why he started doing the random things like stabbing her in the ass and cutting out her eye? Like because it, he he was that was getting him off because that wasn't that didn't necessarily fit the theme of him eating organs and and drinking blood like yeah, that's kind of something was, different he was just really like i guess finding what he was kind of into sexually yeah it
2: and sounds is, like it's as
0: messed up as that is
1: well and the whole story's subject to what he ultimately ended up telling the cops anyway so who knows if he was 100 percent truthful 50 yeah truthful. you're never really
0: gonna get the whole story right I was trying to um, say, Lieutenant Biondi didn't get the whole story, Dave. Are you questioning
2: (laughs) his police work? (laughs) I absolutely am not. So after that, he rolled her back over, slit her throat, and cut out one of her eyes. Uh, And then just like he did with Teresa, he gathered as much blood as he could in a bucket. And then he went and got the baby's body and took it into the bathroom. He split the baby's head open and dumped part of his brain into the bathtub. And then so suddenly he heard someone knock on the door and the family across the street that was supposed to take her son Jason on the trip was you know waiting on him so the mother sent her daughter over to see what you know get what him. was going oh on Oh my god so thankfully Richard did not open the door and just waited for her to leave Yeah and then he took Danny Meredith's keys the bucket of blood and the baby's body and just took off
0: and left the scene
2: Yep and the crime scene was discovered thirty minutes later when a worried neighbor went in through the back door and found everything. I mean, can you imagine walking in there and finding that crime scene? Uh, yeah. I could not.
0: Holy I, the, shit! Like the smell, the scene, seeing uh, destroyed your neighbor's body, destroyed and uh, mutilated. No. Wow. Yeah. It's sickening.
2: Yeah, it's a rough. Uh, it's a rough sequence of events. I mean, it's one of the worst things I've ever heard.
0: Oh, absolutely.
2: So police, they knew immediately that whoever did this was the one who murdered Teresa Wallen.
3: Sure, at this point.
2: Yeah. Um, So Biondi, he tried using a psychological profiling technique that he learned from from an FBI seminar a few months earlier. And using this method, he came to um, the conclusion that because no one reported any minorities in the area at the time, the offender was white. It's racist. Of course. But well, that's how it is. But though. the times. Absolutely. In a upscale white neighborhood. Right.
0: Is it is it crazy that or or weird that when I think of Lieutenant Biondi, I just keep thinking of Joe from Family Guy, you know, the neighbor <laughs> who's the cop. <laughs> yeah. That's that is what I think of when I'm thinking of Ray Biondi. is Joe's like a super cop. Like he's really good at his job. He's, you know that's what I think. Of. I don't know if, if Ray Biondi's in a wheelchair or not, but Joe from family guy is
2: he. So, and then two, he was probably schizophrenic because the crimes were disorganized and occurred during the day with no attempt to cover him up or, or worrying about witnesses. Right. At all. Yeah. Um, the person who did this was probably a loner without a romantic relationship or a job. Whoever did it had bad social skills because he figured there was probably no talking involved with the crimes because they happened quickly. So he didn't go in there and say, like, okay, you go sit down, you know, and hold it. He just, yeah, and just he's shot not smooth him. talking people to let him into the but, house. But, right, he's going full that force. doctor
0: said he had great socialization skills.
1: The doctor maybe needs to reassess his evaluation. Yeah, that doctor at <laughs> this really, point.
0: I think a lot of people in this story yeah, need to reassess. Yeah, there's a lot of ups here. Yeah. So, but so then, beyond did kind of pinpoint him exactly. Yeah. When he when he profiled who they were looking for. Right. Like you couldn't have done a better job.
2: Yeah. And the fifth conclusion he came to is that the person who did this was probably let go from a mental institution recently and was new to the area because the crimes happened in such a close area proximity. So, I mean, that really does nail it down to Spot a T. On, yeah. I mean, he was good work. Yeah. That's why I said it's like super cop. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm love, in this I love I love that FBI profiling stuff. It's so it's so interesting. Yeah, if you've never seen the Mindhunter show on Netflix, it, I have it, not. It it's goes into the early days of the FBI, you know, serial killer profiler stuff. Yeah, it's on. It's, it's you might have fasc- missed your calling
0: in life. Dave. It's
2: fascinating. Yeah, and then uh, beyond these, his profile is still considered as like the gold standard by the FBI for a disorganized serial killer.
0: Hmm. Which is crazy, given this was what forty some years ago, and the amount of technology and everything that's changed since. Yeah. Yet he's still the gold standard yeah, for like right. what to for do. For that
2: psychological yeah. profile.
0: This is that's that's interesting. I'm really fascinated to check out his book, actually.
1: He's got a couple of them because he was involved in in a later, I believe, yeah. famous. Because when he murder. was
2: involved in this, he was really kind of fresh to be yeah, a lieutenant. Right. He wasn't a lieutenant for very long. When he got this guy, ca- a lot of the cops... it that- probably
0: wasn't who lieutenant line. They probably promoted him again after this. <laughs> right. I don't know what the next level up is. Captain or something?
2: Yeah, I'm not sure. I think sergeant, then captain. That makes sense. Somebody will correct us if we're wrong.
0: Correct mm-hmm. us if we're wrong. <laughs>
2: um, so police canvassed the area looking, and they were able to come up with a sketch of Richard. And because of the time period, there were a lot of, lot of skinny white guys, you know, hippie. Walking around, so it really didn't help them that much. Do you think it creeped the sketch artist out having to draw dick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, I'm done with the dick jokes. <laughs> so his high school classmate Nancy Holden that he ran into at the store and got in that weird conversation about her boyfriend on the motorcycle. Um, she talked to her father in law, who is a police officer, after seeing the sketch and saying. This dude They're I went to high school. right finally
0: another rational human being who speaks up when when she thinks something's yeah. off I
2: have a pretty good idea who, who yeah. we're looking for here this fucking maniac <laughs> in a bright yeah. orange jacket <laughs> right So Bianchi started looking into Richard I mean the profile fit um sure. and he started digging in more too and came up with the whole incident at the Indian reservation and the mental institution stuff so he found out where Richard was living and knocked on the door, but Richard wouldn't answer and they could hear him in there. So they full on knew he was in there. So they just like made a big show of it that they were leaving. So like stomping down the stairs like, all right, Richard. You mean like
0: you would do with your child at, a, at when they're <laughs> right. five yeah. or okay. six years old. Okay,
3: I'm leaving. Right.
2: <laughs> um, You're not going to see me outside the door anymore. <laughs> And it, it worked, because they waited outside around the corner, and shortly after, he came out carrying a cardboard box, and when they approached him, he threw the box at them, and just little shards of paper covered in blood just went flying everywhere. That's all that was in the box. Given the story, I'm glad it was just paper that came out of yeah. the box. Yeah, man, no shit. Um, he took off, and they had a big struggle. Uh, I know in the book, it, they say that... Um, Another officer came around the corner and hit him with the butt of his gun and knocked him down. Thought he he actually thought he killed him at first. On the mm. streets,
0: they call it a pistol
2: whip. And <laughs> thank you, <laughs> that's where I come from. And uh, he thought he killed him at first, but then Richard started fighting again, and it mm. took him a while to actually get the cuffs on him. Really? Yeah. And do you
0: think he was screaming with that high pitched voice the whole time?
2: Probably. Get off me! Leave me alone! <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing too is he was armed. Richard had his oh, 22 right. on yeah. him. He had that on him at yeah. all the time. So the cops could have easily killed him. Sure. But like I said, they were really, you know, kind of super cops in this whole thing and doing. Well, it's interesting that he job. never tried to pull out his gun. He was trying to. Oh, he was that's trying. That's what they said. Well, he was trying, the trying the to. guys.
0: The BB gun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so they they got him into custody on his person. He had um, Danny Meredith's wallet, his 22. And they also, this is super creepy. He. Took pictures of Evelyn and Jason Mira, and had the the woman and her son that he had killed. He
0: just had photos of their bodies. Yeah, he took them. <laughs> he took him. No,
2: he like pictures of them from the house.
0: Oh, like before like, he left more, with the babies. Like he stole their personal pictures. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So yeah, before he left with the baby's body. How and many stopped. days later is this? After that murder, after the last murder,
1: or is it the same day? Did all this uh, happen a, that quick? A, he was arrested the same day. Oh, so they were on his trail.
2: Yeah. yeah and he made
1: a mess and he didn't really cover his tracks at all. Right.
2: Yeah, they got on they they took care of this pretty quick. Um Lucky for Sacramento. Yeah. Jesus. When police they got a warrant for his for his apartment to go in and search it, they just found everything was covered in either dry or fresh fresh blood. Even down to a soaked French bread that was sitting next to a <laughs> A sleeping bag. They we, were all soaked and everything was oh, just soaked. Like a French bread. Yeah, like a just, loaf of bread. A baguette.
0: Yeah, a baguette just soaked, soaked, soaked in blood. Do we, do we have
2: an inventory list like we had at Ed Gein's house? No. <laughs> Aside from the If we're fortunate enough to
0: find a picture of this French bread, I will post that. <laughs> I don't know if there's any many photos of
2: that. In his refrigerator, they found animal limbs on plates and human brain tissue stored in a plastic container. <laughs> they never found the baby's body, or it's never said exactly what he did. So horrific. Who knows? Um, they also found tons of anatomy books, health magazines, and a spiral notebook. In the notebook, they found a bunch of like nonsense nonsensical notes like pretty much like the word salad right, stuff just, just, just written down like
0: word salad just in there
2: um they found <laughs> tons of drawings of guns and swastikas and R- richard he was really obsessed with nazis with the, with the idea that they were coming for him and that they were working with ufos it always goes back to the nazis man <laughs> I mean, he's not he's not far off from nazi and ufo conspiracies but yeah <laughs> But that's another show.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole other discussion and debate.
2: Uh, and this this is like this is really scary. They found a calendar that had on the dates that he actually committed the murders, the word "today" was written on them, and he had written the word "today" on forty four other dates coming oh, up in the boy. year, his kill days. Yeah,
0: I mean, so if he had been
1: a little more careful and not acted so erratically. I mean, traditionally, random murders like that are hard to solve because yeah. there's not really motives.
0: Or so if you cover your tracks, I mean, you can go for a long time. Right. Well, and this one just goes back to that simple convenience store run-in with his high school friend. Yeah. Had she had he not done that, she would have never recognized him in that photo. Right. And they they, they who knows he yep. might have
2: got all forty four kills. Right. Richard's insanity defense was denied when he went to trial. And it was because he had worn gloves to the murders. He hid Danny Meredith's car, and then he hid his own car. So he showed some sense of trying to knowing what he was doing to get away with what he was doing. Yeah, and like you said, brought up earlier with the animals, he didn't bring it up because I think you know he knew he was doing something wrong. He
0: could tell, yeah, that it wasn't okay that doing this.
2: But if this guy's not insane then who is (laughs) yeah I don't know and insanity defense is really hard to get it is sure Ed Gein's the only one I can think of that Mm. got it out of popular out of all the famous serial killers even Jeffrey Dahmer didn't get it yeah he really knew right from wrong I mean he kind of came out and admitted yeah in those
1: interviews later yeah he's really
2: honest about stuff so he's not really a good
1: example side note for our fans Jeffrey Dahmer's first kill about 15 minutes from our studio. That's right. Mm-hmm. That'll be a fun episode one day. Might do it on site. <laughs> hell yeah. Mobile broadcast. Not sure the new owners of the house would appreciate <laughs> it.
0: But. We'll, we'll, we'll let them be guests on this award-winning podcast.
2: <laughs> There's probably all kind of people that go to that house. And oh, yeah, probably those poor all people. the time. It's probably yeah. annoying yeah. as fuck for They're whoever like, God lives damn it. there.
0: I no wonder why this house was so cheap. It's right by LeBron's house, too,
2: so <laughs> we'll stop over there for a cool-down beer after. <laughs>
0: Hey, LeBron, don't mind us. We'll (laughs) hang out in one of these back rooms that you probably didn't even know you had in this house.
2: So, on May 8th, uh, 1978, he was found guilty and sentenced to death. I mean, and because, you know, it's well known that people who kill children or or child molesters in prison don't have it the easiest, they're, you know, they're singled out pretty quick. Right. Yeah. Um, The inmates would constantly piss in cups and pass it down. And get it to the guy closest to him, and and throw it on him. I've never heard of this this before. Yeah, they would constantly do it to him.
0: I mean, I knew that like uh, pedophiles and shit were picked up right. and, and got their asses kicked. I never heard of this, you know, past the I've never.
2: Well, I think it's it, interesting. I th- I th- the only thing I can assume is because death row, they never, they only get out for like what an hour a day usually. Yeah. So they're in there all the time. So how else are you gonna yeah. fuck with them? I so guess. Where's death row? It's San Quentin in
0: California. I'm not sure. Yeah. So and you said he was sentenced to death, then so that's what he was on. Yeah, he was on death row. Okay.
2: So I picture it as like death rows I've seen in documentaries and stuff. It's just like a hallway of cells, and they never they only get out like an hour or so a day. Yeah. So there's no they way to have really time to kick his ass, right? So just pass a jar of piss down the down the hall and and throw it that's on. It's Pretty him. good idea, I guess. I never I've <laughs> Are just they never heard of it. they in
0: it as it comes to them? Yeah,
2: that's what it sounded like. It's a big jar. Yeah, it was a decent size. They <sighs> just throw it on him. Um, wow, well, he deserved it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fuck him. I'm
0: not. I'm not even a big uh, proponent of the death penalty. But then you hear stories like this, and you're like, you know what? Sometimes this world might be better with these people not in it.
2: Yeah, I, I feel the same way about the death penalty because there's obviously people that are innocent that have gotten sentenced to death right. over years. And it's not applied evenly. It's just yeah. So... But, but I mean not do on like, a political rabbit hole. Right. Yeah. Another thing that they did constantly was they encouraged him to kill himself. And so finally on December 25th, 1980, after just like I said constant encouragement from his fellow prisoners, he hoarded a ton of his uh, his psych medication and took it all at once and killed himself.
1: Merry Christmas motherfuckers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll show you.
2: <laughs> and that's that. Finally, the son of a bitch
0: is dead. Whew. That guy is mm. something else, man. That's uh... he's quite the story. Wow. Well, Ian, thanks for fucking being a buzzkill tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awful there's story. There's a though. lack it's of a comedy like... in this mm. episode yeah. because there's not much. Uh, well, it's hard to make jokes, jokes about some of this shit, and that's even coming from a cat hater like me. <laughs> I still can pull
2: it off. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a weird. It's. I mean, if somebody would have done something more. Yeah, you know, if his mom wouldn't have ignored things, or clearly this he should not have ever been walking around. No, or maybe he could have if he was on medication. Who knows? But you know, the ball was dropped. Yeah, yeah,
0: he didn't have the opportunity. Mom just cut him off and denied him having any any issues, even with that whole shooting the cat in the head and and smearing blood all over himself.
2: Yep. So. That's all I got for Richard Chase. That, that is an absolutely horrific story.
0: Yeah, that was that was fucked up.
1: <laughs> mm. Now I have to um, go to Mike's house in an ICP mask and
0: knock on the window. The you head. come with an ICP mask and uh, <laughs> and we'll we'll hang out and party. I, mean, I can't be the only one that would be afraid at night of someone looking in their windows. I mean, that can't be that. That's not no. irrational. Have you ever seen Salem's Lot? The original Salem's I Lot from the seventies.
1: No, terrified. I'm a not going to watch that then. The kid, Danny Glick, he floated up to the window and was just scratching at the window oh, trying to get terrifying. in. Terrifying.
2: I yeah. mean, yeah, I, I would not be a fan of it. Well, sure, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> I, would, I would not be a fan of it. <laughs> All
0: right, Ian, anything else with this one?
2: Nope, I'm good on Richard Chase.
0: Dave, anything you got to add about old Dick? Dick Chase?
2: No, he, uh, I'm at a loss for words <laughs> with this fucking guy. Maybe we'll come up this with, This is awful. Uh, something a little fun for next week to something not so dark at least a Little like palate cleanser or something we'll find
0: you. something that maybe we all disagree on and just have an argument about something
2: sounds good that's always
0: fun um all right, Well, be sure to follow us on twitter and instagram we are at necronomapod leave us uh, any comments you might have any feedbacks really appreciated we love to have interactions with with everybody so so please hit us up let us know what you think Also, follow us or subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Rate and review us if you want to leave a review, some comments. That would be awesome and we'd really appreciate it. Tell your friends. Spread the word. You can retweet us. That would be fantastic. Um, you know, it's been a great first few weeks for this podcast. We want to keep the momentum going. We do intend to provide a, uh, an episode every week to you. And we, uh, so we, you know, any support we can get, we would love. You guys got anything else?
2: I'm good. ready for a cold on beer? Let's do it. Yep.